Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Have you subscribed to the Small Biz Chat Podcast? Well, it's time. Every Wednesday, we offer listeners bite-sized actionable tips to start and grow a successful small business. In just 20 minutes or so a week, you can get a ton of insight and resources to propel your business forward. Be sure to subscribe to the Small Biz Chat Podcast today. Now it's time to talk about money matters. Let me welcome my guest, Carla Uckman, who says she's not your father's financial advisor. She champions financial education and personalized strategies for women and historically excluded communities. She leads her own firm, Artemis Wealth Advisors, for over a decade, and she ignites financial awareness and empowers clients to take charge of their money in ways that resonate with them. Carla's passion lies in dismantling financial myths and fostering economic resilience. So if you want more information about her, head over to ArtemisWealth.net. Carla, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So tell me your backstory. How did you get so good with the money? (laughs) Well, I was not always good with the money. I came from a middle-class background. I did not come from generational wealth. I made a lot of money mistakes, especially in 2008 when things got crazy. And I didn't have the financial education to really make good decisions. And throughout the years, I was in corporate America. I had trained people in the past and I loved educating people. And I had a mentor that said, hey, you should get into this industry because you love to educate people. I said, eh, I don't know about that. And the more that I thought about my experience, I had I had with either a financial advisor or a banker or somebody in the money space, it wasn't positive. I always felt judged. I felt like I couldn't get resources and the money mistakes that I had made were, you know, following me throughout all these conversations that I was trying to have. They also would speak to my husband and not to me. So I, I dug real deep and I said, you know what? I think this is my calling. I think this is what I'm supposed to do and change the way that we are ingesting this financial literacy because we're not being taught this and my parents weren't taught it and it's it's skipping generations. Our schools are also not teaching this. So I got into the industry and what I'm doing is I'm really focusing on the education side of money and all things wealth building. And the reason that I work with women in other communities is because historically we are not given the same information as other communities. And I want us to be empowered with our money. I want us to make decisions where we can truly change generations to come. So that's that's how I got into the industry. All right. So tell me, how can a financial advisor help a typical small business owner? Oh, so many ways. Uh, I love this question because when we're talking about money, you have 
business money and you have personal money and it is intertwined. So a lot of business owners think that you have your bucket of money with your business and that's going, and then you have your personal money over here and that's going. Actually, it's all intertwined because what happens is you're getting paid from your business, right? So you're paying yourself a salary. Hopefully. Hopefully, (laughs) right? Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully we're there. (laughs) Um, But even if you're not, how, and, and you're working towards that, How is that going to affect not only your retirement, but also tax planning? How are you going to create a legacy or how are you going to provide for your family or charitable gifting if that's something that is on the horizon for you? So when you're working with an advisor, you're actually putting both of your small business income and your personal income together and you're saying, okay, how can we reach our money goals? Okay. So- Tell me about, I know a lot of times small business owners, when they first start, right, there's banks do not loan money to start up businesses unless you are buying a franchise and you better be, you know, a million liquid and be buying, borrowing money, right? So a lot of business owners have to think about, are they going to hit their home equity? Are they going to, you know, cash out their 401k to start their dream business? And what is your official advice about that? Yeah, so I get this question a lot and rightfully so, right? Um, so this is not a, a recommendation. So I'm putting my little asterisk there. So everybody's, you know, situation is different and you want to make sure that you're looking at your own situation. But in general, when we're talking about one, the 401k. There are different ways that you can take money out of a 401k. You can take a loan if you're currently employed and you might be starting a small business and not quitting your full-time job. Okay. So let's say that, cause that happens a lot when we're starting a business, we don't just jump right in a lot of times. If we take a loan out of our 401k, we aren't being exposed to taxes. Like if we took a withdrawal from our 401k. So that is a strategy that can be utilized. Now, the second that you quit your job, that loan that you took out in your 401k is now going to be full income and you're going to be penalized. The IRS says, Hey, you know, you're no longer able to pay that loan and you don't work there anymore. So now you're going to be penalized. Um, If you are no longer working and you're jumping right into the entrepreneur journey, uh, you want to make sure that how much you're taking out of your 401k isn't going to not only expose you to unnecessary taxes, because what if you're in a different tax bracket now, but also how is that going to affect your future retirement goals? And when you're doing an analysis, so what I do with my clients is we talk about all this. We look at an analysis and we say, okay, if we start taking money out of this, where's our tax exposure? Are we comfortable with that? And then also, how is that going to affect our our retirement? Because now we have to make it up and play catch up. And, And that's a lot of times hard to do. With the home equity, that is, um, something that has to be done the right way. So you want to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a bad position. It's just like utilizing credit cards, right? Credit is not bad. Credit is actually good. 
when it's utilized properly. And so if that is something that we talk about and we look at all the other options, we can utilize that, especially because the interest rate is usually lower on those than taking out credit cards. So it is an option, but everybody's situation is different. And so you want to really deep dive into where you're taking money before you just start pulling money out. Now, one of the things I know that you, I read that you said that a lot of times people don't get started with procrastinating, with, you know, saving for retirement or even investing because of just procrastination, because of just like fear of change and things like that. Can you talk about why that is? Yeah. So um, for business owners, what I see a lot of times is, and I'm a business owner, I've been doing this for 10 years. I focus so much on my business. And what we're doing is we are forgetting about our own personal side of things and based off of also our experiences. So if people have bad experiences with the financial world, why would they expose themselves and work with someone that is already going to judge them for not investing anyway? They're gonna show them all these reports that show that, oh, well, it's doom and gloom. Why would they want to put themselves through that? They're already focusing on so many different things. You don't need someone throwing things in your face saying you should have done it sooner. And so that's what I see a lot of is the procrastination comes from the fear of judgment. And they're like, well, it is what it is. So I might as well just not start anyway, because someone's going to judge me. That's what I see. Mm -hmm. So how can we... I mean, the thing about it is, though, is that I think the thing about small businesses, and, and I have this problem myself, small businesses need their biz, their money liquid, like tying it up in 401ks and, and IRAs and stuff is scary because when you have things like the pandemic happen, when you have things like 0809 happen, and you have to tap into those resources just to stay alive and keep a roof over your head, you know, saving money that you can't touch until you're 59 and a half sounds like ridiculous like you know is it better to save with um insurance policies and things like that rather than be tying stuff up in um you know in 401ks for that matter well okay so here's the misconception about life insurance and i see this all the time i'm actually uh expert in life insurance when it comes to estate planning and uh Life insurance is a great tool for cash accumulation, but the problem is it's still tied up. So you hear all these things that say, okay, you can take money, withdraw money, or you can take loans. The way that these policies are structured is unless you have a big amount of money to put into the policy uh, at the very beginning, these policies are structured where the cost of insurance, so your fees are front loaded in the first 10 to 15 years of these policies. So it's not structured where in the first year you can start taking money out of it because you haven't even been contributing to it enough for it to even grow the cash. Side note, it is a good way of you know, accumulating cash, but it has to be done correctly. So to your point, when we are you know, taking money and putting it into certain things and we don't want it to be tied up, one, having a CFO and bookkeeper in your business is super important because then you know what your cash flow is. So we're not going to start putting money into retirement funds or other, you know, type of accounts unless we actually know we can do that. 
And we also know that we have savings on the side in order to you know, have these emergencies covered. Uh, but there are different strategies that you can start saving as a business owner where it doesn't have to be in a retirement account and you could have liquidity. It just has to be structured in a in the proper way. Can you give us an example? Yeah, so just an investment account or, you know, a CD, uh, like a one-year CD or, you know, something that is paying interest like a bond, uh, something that you're at least growing your money, it is not tied up, and you're not being exposed to inflation because this is one of the things that you have to think about too as a business owner. Your cash is still being exposed to inflation and your banks aren't putting how much money you lost on your bank statements, are they? They aren't because your cash lost money due to inflation. So you want to make sure that if you have some liquidity issues and you want to make sure that your money is growing, you don't put it into something where you can't touch it for, you know, 10, 15 years. And so you could do that with like a bond or a mutual fund or, you know, something very safe. I see. So tell me, you know, there's lots and lots of economic uncertainty still on the horizon for 2024. What are some of the action steps that some of our listeners can take um, to make their money just work harder for them without risking, without a bunch of excessive risk? Yeah. So one thing is assess your risk tolerance. What what do I mean by risk tolerance? That's how comfortable are you with these fluctuations in the market. And when you're working with someone like myself, I help take the emotion out of the markets. I I help really make sure that you have, you know, the information of what it's done historically uh, throughout the past hundred years based off of, you know, how things have happened with wars and things like that. So Assess your risk tolerance first, because if you're too aggressive, then you are going to see some of those market fluctuations, but sometimes you might need to be. Uh, but that's one thing that you can do. Also, prioritize your security. So we just talked about making sure that you have cash on hand for your expenses in case something does happen. And that means in case the market is fluctuating uh, with these uncertainties. And we've seen that the past couple of years. So having something where you have three to six months of emergency funds to have living expenses where you don't need to take money out of, let's say, a 401k that you set up for yourself as the business owner or an IRA. And then these safety nets really help uh, help with debt too, because if you have debt um, and you can pay these bills uh, and you're not, you know, scared of how the market's fluctuating and it just, it just gives you more of a peace of mind. So you want to make sure that you assess how risky you are and also make sure that you have cash on hand as well. And, and even, you know, just, making different adjustments to your investment account can make a big difference when it comes to these uncertainties. Great. Thank you so much, Carla. You've really been giving us some great information. And when we come right back on the Small Biz Chef podcast, we're going to learn more about how to be more intentional about how you use your money in your business. You're watching the Small Biz Chat podcast, and we will be right back. 
Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and I want to welcome you to Small Biz Lady University. Our mission here is to end small business failure. So all of the courses here are about two things, how to become your own boss or how to make money online. So that's what we do here. So whether you want to learn about email marketing and sales funnels, or you're ready to get started with social media selling, or if you're really just getting started with e-commerce, you might want to jump into our How to Sell and Market Online course. Either way, if you want to learn how to become your own boss and do it well, I have everything you need here at smallbizladyuniversity.com. If you have any questions or have any technical problems getting signed up, just email us at support at melindaemerson.com. Take care. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chef Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. And I'm here with my guest, Carla Uckman. And she's talking to us about the money, about how to get smarter, about how we use our money so that we're not just earning paychecks, but we're actually building wealth. So Carla, I want to jump back in with you. I know that you talk about um, you know, financial education and continuously learning about um, money and different different types of vehicles you can use to fund your business or fund a shortfall. You know, all of us in business know people like to pay small business owners late, last, or not at all. So you got to make sure that you're covered to kind of deal with that. Um, do you have any suggestions about how people get financial education if they're if they're like clueless or they never had a, a parent with a professional job that that had access to anything like this? Yeah. So a lot of my clients start listening to money podcasts. There's a lot out there that you can listen to. Uh, you can also attend nonprofit financial literacy programs. There's conferences out there and seminars that you can attend. Books are great. And also joining different Facebook groups that are involved in just uh, wealth planning and money education. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I know that in your practice, you specifically focus on women and people of color. And you said that your approach is different with working with cl these clients compared to like traditional financial planners. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So the reason that it is different is because I don't come to the appointments where I'm just throwing recommendations out without truly knowing. I ask what your money journey has been because that's super important. Do you have money traumas? Are there things in your life that made your money uh, relationship complicated? And a lot of times it has because of the generations and where we're coming from. So I talk about that as well as whenever I'm making recommendations, there's always education behind the why. And I break that down with my clients and really make sure that they understand what I'm recommending and, uh, and it has a purpose for them. Awesome. Awesome. And last question for you, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Oh, so the best business advice I received was, you know, making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are smarter than you get in rooms with people that are smarter than you. I love it. I love it. That is such, such great advice. Thank you so much, Carla, for being with us. I can't wait to learn more about how you serve uh, people of color and, and women in business because we all got to get better with our money. That's for sure. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you are an author, speaker, 
or you want to become one or a coach, I want to let you know that Brand in Demand 2 is coming. The second cohort of my Brand in Demand six-month coaching program starts March 20th. So if you are interested in finally becoming a national brand, I want you to consider joining me because it is amazing. So if you head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash brand in demand dash group coaching.com. That's what you need. Dash group coaching. That's what you want to get the information. And my second cohort starts March 20th. So I can't wait to see you all there. Now I have one last thing for you. If you want to grow your business, you have to grow yourself. All right. Thank you all for joining us for this episode and God bless. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.